Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Honestly, my initial go-to thing, because I was not raised in a clean home, Mm -hmm. is not to clean up, right? Mm -hmm. My initial go-to thing is to not even barely see the mess at all. But I have learned to be a better partner slash husband. And I think that he can too. Yeah. It's, it's just about. I think so too. Yeah. it's. it's I don't think you should break up. I don't all. think you should break <laughs> no, up. No, no, no. I think you should. Mark, hit the makeup button. <laughs> makeup. Makeup. Hello and welcome back to Shit They Don't Tell You. I'm Nikki Limo. Hello, everybody. Who are you? Uh, my name is Steve Green. Oh, okay, good. I wasn't sure for a second if you remembered. I do. Oh, good. Okay, cool. Well, today we're going to answer some of your questions that you have submitted unto us. Yes. Uh, just a reminder, we are not experts, okay? This is for entertainment purposes only. If our advice happens to help you, good for you. Especially if it helps you break, break up. up. Hit the break up break button, up. Mark. Break break up. Up. That's what the show's about. But if not, like we're not liable for anything at all. So yeah. Just don't come for us. In fact, I wanted to start this episode with uh, a, a submission that is titled Not a Question, Just a Big Thank You slash STDTY Success Story. I'll allow it. <laughs> okay. Well, hello. Uh, Marissa Martinez. Hel- it starts off. It says, hello. First off, love the podcast. You guys are amazing. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. I don't have a question. I actually just wanted to say thank you and have a should they don't tell you success story. A little over a year ago, I reached out about staying broken up with my ex. And what y'all said really gave me the reassurance I needed that he truly was a piece of shit. And in just a little over a year since breaking up with him, I went from unemployed, broke, couch hopping, and just overall distressed with my family issues to having my own apartment, a stable job, which I got the news. She got the news for this the day that she blocked his ass. Um, She got a job that pays her bills, and I finally have my own cat. All things that had been on my vision board at least three years before now, and I even started losing weight, which I had been struggling to do for several years. Everyone, when in doubt, break up. Hit the button, Mark. Break up. That's what that's what this show's about. She says, thanks again. You guys are great. But she put that in all caps. She's like, everyone, and then when in doubt. Break up. <laughs> Listen, okay. 
look at me. What's your name? Marissa. Marissa. You look at me and you, if you're not looking at it because you're listening to it, please also watch the YouTube portion so that you can look at me right now. Look into his eyeballs. All the success you just had is because of us. <laughs> we did this, okay? The weight loss, the it happiness, was all us. the new job. It was all us, and you better fucking tell at least three people about this show. <laughs> because And rate it five stars. Because you owe us big. Huge time. Yeah, come on, and man. And send us a commission for uh, for your job, for the, all the the percentage of your job. Send us a tithe, yes. as they say in the No, in the but churches. seriously... Slap it high, Marissa. Good for you, That's girl. all you. That's all you. That's all you, girl. That's the thing, man. You just need the little push that that you need in the right I think direction. most people just need that little That's push. That's it. Everybody's you, got the power, You kind of know. You kind of yeah. know in, inside of you. And, like, if someone's telling you something and you don't feel it, like, obviously don't do it. But if you're like, I just needed that little push, follow your gut, man. That's it, dude. But that that's – I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah, me too. Good job. It's because when you have this negative force around you, I swear – it sounds woo-woo as shit, but you just attract negative shit. Yeah, it's true. So you just keep getting confirmation by bias that your life sucks. And then the more your life sucks, the more you are like, yep, yeah, see, my life sucks. see, see, look, life oh, sucks. look, evidence, evidence, evidence. Yeah. All right. Well, that was awesome. Continuing to our first question. This one's titled, need help constructively criticizing my husband. I don't know if I can help you with this one, but we can move on. We'll try. <laughs> Uh, hi, Nikki and Steve. First off, love your podcast. Love you two so much as a couple. Oh, thank you. Love I've been watching you. your channels, Nikki, for so many years and really relate to how you two can be so different but resolve your differences and come together to be such a good balance. Your advice is always helpful, and I'm hoping hearing both your perspectives on my question will help me to navigate my issue more successfully. And I like that. Love it, and thank you for watching my channel as well. <laughs> you haven't posted on your channel. She's like, I watch Nikki's channels. No, that's funny. You don't I'm, post. I know, it's funny. Give give the people something it's to watch. Funny. I, will, I will. You know, he has Soon. a, a show. Oh, supposedly coming soon coming Ass soon Lords. uh last Ass january Lords. Ass Lords. well covid kind of fucked it up january COVID, 2020 excuse me covid fucked it up but it's yeah Ass Lords coming soon all right so back to her question okay. to the point if i ask my husband to do things a certain way and explain why he'll do it once right then in the moment but then never again so i have to ask him again to do it differently and then he feels overly criticized and gets upset Okay, been there. Or other times, I've just stopped asking him to do it differently and just fix it myself later. Oh, I've been there too. Um, obviously, that's not an ideal long-term solution because I'm starting to get resentful, just the tiniest bit. Nikki, you've mentioned a few times on your vlogs facing this very thing with Steve, um, in parentheses, washing dishes correctly, making, making the bed, the bed yes. cutting tomatoes for taco yes. night. Holding, are the ones Holding forks now. That's the most recent one. <laughs> Fuck's sake. I don't, you know what? I'm all about independence. Hold the fork however you want it. It's just- You swear? I swear. Last night you told me that it made you feel like I was a little boy. Well, it does. So Fuck you can that, choose then. to- I'm never eating with a fork again. I'm just letting my you solution. know my thoughts. Because I have eaten, I ate the same goddamn way with a fork for 35 years. And if you think I'm about to change that, you're out of your mind. So we'll tell you what I'll do. I'll start I'll start drinking through a fucking straw. Just so you know, if you're watching on YouTube, he holds his fork like this and he eats it like a caveman. Well, you can watch any Tasty Tuesday video and you can see. Yeah, caveman is not a little boy. Okay. Caveman happens to be a very aggressive figure. Well, in my mind in that moment last night, you looked like a toddler in a high chair. What kind of toddler eats a taco salad? That's pretty hard for them to swallow. Well, it's like most, most people eat it in the shell, like a taco, but you had to scoop up the remains with a spoon. No, because the shells broke because you dropped two tacos in the oven, and then I had to use the I had to break up the what? shells. You dropped two taco shells in the oven. What? I didn't drop the, two taco shells? You dropped two taco oh, shells. Oh, I, I left them there. 
I didn't drop them. But who puts them on the dirty, dirty oven like that? Well, I thought the four were for me, and then I left the other two that I wasn't going to eat. You sure did. And then I I broke <laughs> them up. Them? Yeah. I had to, I... Does breaking them up get rid of the oven debris? No, but I broke them up. Okay. And I made a taco salad. Anyway, back to her question. Jeez. Trying to hijack this question, defending your fork holding mechanism. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, question is, how do you approach that conversation with him without sounding like sounding like you're attacking him or being too nitpicky just because that's the way you like it done? My big issue is my partner puts the Tupperware back with the lids on and then he stacks them all randomly on top of each other. This leads to us having less space for them compared to if he nested the containers together and snapped the lids together. Oh my God, that would drive me nuts. This poor like man. They're, they're designed to do that. He's just stacking containers. No, but he's stacking them with the empty air in there instead of condensing the space and, and sacking them together i have to see it okay so understand. like he has the lid on one okay so it's like this and then the whole bowl has to go on the next one and the whole bowl has to go on the next one right. instead of stacking the bowls inside of each other oh okay you know what i'm saying that makes sense. and then the lids all separately but don't but why wouldn't you wait he's storing oh he's not storing food no no no. oh so the empty, empty. Yeah. oh okay, okay okay yeah yeah the empties so um, okay, that's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah pretty right. Ridiculous. So, what if you were married to that man? Like, how? Like, how do you approach that? Because you don't want to insult their intelligence. Okay, let me let me help you out. Wait, like, wait let nobody, me just, Okay, yeah, let me yeah, just finish yeah, really right. quick. So, um, th that's just one thing. But there's a few other little things like this. They're annoying as hell collectively. I've tried to point out why I prefer a different way of cleaning or organizing, but it's just not sticking. I feel like my approach is off, and instead of showing him a more optimized way of doing things, he feels criticized when I correct him while he's trying to contribute. Thanks so much, and keep breaking that ice, man. Season. She's the ice ma'am, okay? Okay, so first of all, here's something that maybe my wife could understand. Okay, I would And that you can it. understand at the same time. Okay, I'm getting this, this advice with if, you, if Susan. If you could just take this piece of advice, okay. my life would improve. I would love this. I'd by love like this. By like 35%. How come you've never voiced this before? I have. Oh, okay. Well, now you're just, nagging. No, 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 hold on. Just be nice about it. That's it. Okay. Just be nice about it. Sometimes... You got all kinds of things going on, all the shit in your head, whatever. That's fine, right? And so you're like, well, I'm not, I'm not capable of being nice about it 100 percent of the time. I feel like I've been pretty nice about it. Can you like tell me how I've not been nice about it? Because I feel like I'm overly aware of not wanting to criticize you when you're helping out. Yes. And so that's why I usually just correct it myself afterwards. But like, I think you've been fine lately, though. Okay. I'm talking about like before. Yeah, before. Like, like I feel like once, once I gave you that note, like. Be nicer about it. You have been nicer about it. Like just being nice, mm -hmm. in, like in the moment. Because what do you consider mean? Just like, like you did it again. Like and it's wait, like, I did. Oh, I said that. Like, like I said it like that. Well, yeah, when I used to wash the dishes a certain way, you're like, <laughs> you know, you get frustrated initially because you see it. Right. Okay. Because like, that was wasting soap. And then we'd have to get dish soap so much because you, so the dishwash, we've talked about this before, but he would dump the soap on each individual dish. Like each dish got the amount of soap that like normally you would put on a sponge and then clean several dishes with. So yeah, I was not, I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was mean, but I was like, you, we would have this conversation and then you'd be like, okay, I'm going to do it like that from now on. And then you would do it the other way when you thought I wasn't looking. <laughs> So listen, listen, listen. I just listen, was listen, like, listen, it's listen. more the trickiness of it. No, listen. I'm a very stubborn man. Yes. And once I have decided, I'm like, I clean dishes like this. Right. Then it becomes like I put a flag down and I'm saying like, no, you know what? 
You cannot fucking tell me how to I clean a dish. Right. So you so ab- eventually, uh huh, I saw things your way. Started to spo- uh, uh, soap the sponge, as you like to put it. Yes. I soap the sponge now. Do I not? You do. Um. So when you were saying mean. I, I don't think I was being mean because... But it doesn't reach me. Okay, so we had this conversation, and then you're like, I'm going to do it like this from now on. And then you don't, and you don't purposely because inside your head yeah. you decided, exactly like, right. fuck that, I'm doing yes. it the way I want to yes. do it, right? So it was I wasn't getting frustrated at you doing it that way again. I was getting frustrated that we already... You, you seemed to have the agreement, and we were on the same page, and then you were, like, doing an act of defiance or, or whatever, like... It just was like, that seems more mean to I me. I was standing up for men everywhere <laughs> in my kitchen, okay? No, but right. look, yeah, no so doubt. So it was like that principle less so than the dishes. Of course. Yeah. It's not about the fucking dishes. It's not about the dishes. It's, not, it's never about the dishes. No. It's never about the Tupperware, right? It's about just feeling like, you know, you're an adult person, you're doing adult things, and then somebody yeah. is treating you temporarily like you're not one. You want autonomy. And then you're kind of like, what the fuck? Like, I'm just trying to help out, do the right, right. thing. Right, but so we're both aware of that, me and so Susan So just here. being nice about it, though, is everything. So sometimes I feel like I I am being nice because I'm overly aware, like I'm almost like tiptoeing around it. Okay. But you, because it's a slight against your uh, ego or against um, whatever no, you've decided. Right, right, but like you get very defensive and almost feel like you're, you're projecting that I'm being mean to you when I'm like, I'm not being mean. I'm like trying to be so careful. Well, I have to say that you did not used to do it like that, mm-hmm. but I feel that you do now. Was this when we were getting in fights about you scratching my, the Teflon on my um, yeah, non-stick course. pans? Yeah, Yeah, all that shit. Yeah, so- All that shit. So it wasn't about the Teflon pans, it was that- Of course that, not. It was my stuff and you were disrespecting it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so I wasn't very nice about it. Exactly. Yeah. And I wasn't nice to do that to your stuff. Right. So, but I wasn't looking at it like that. I was just yeah. using it like I was just using a pan. So, but these, I feel like this is, that's different because- that was more, we got to the root of that issue was about respect and stuff. And so the communication has been much but better. But here's the thing. He's not going to change. Uh, he says he's going to change, right? Yeah. But he, the, the underlying issue is not being addressed. I think this one is more like when you would make the bed wrong. Like where like it's not a thing that like hurts me in any way. Like the like that. W- well, no, but she says it's getting to the point where she's starting to, what was the word? Um, have the resent, ti- tiniest bit of resentment. Resent, yeah. Right. So I think it is it is pretty serious as far as you don't want to resent your partner. Mm-hmm. And so I think that this should be addressed in more of a big boy way. Yeah. Than like this is about the Tupperware because it's not about the Tupperware. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it isn't about the Tupperware. It's about you guys. You don't feel like you guys are on the same page. I feel like the, I'm trying to put myself in her shoes about yeah. the Tupperware, right? Me too. Um, and the only reason that's different than the bed is because with the Tupperware situation, I am inhibited from storing more things in the drawers, which I know I could be, and then I have to reorganize it, and it takes time I out of my it. day. Listen, let, let, yeah. me, let me help you out. No, 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 we're both on the same page here. Yeah, no, I know, but but I'm saying to this, to this chick. Okay. Okay. If you left this alone if this guy was living on his own that tupperware would just be thrown into a fucking yeah cabinet okay yeah so to him he's trying he's trying his ass off 
by he's like, oh, you know what? Yeah. I know my chick wants it like stacked. Okay, I'm yeah. gonna stack it, right? And then when he so he doesn't just chuck the Tupperware in there and close the cabinet, right? And then like if you, next time you open it, maybe it falls out. He's like, no, I'm doing the big boy shit. And then when he does that, even he gets a slight, a slighted a little bit, right? right? Which is she's acknowledging that. Right. She's like he's feeling he's trying to contribute he's trying to do a good job so I don't want she doesn't want to feel like the bad guy here like continuously bringing it up but it's just but like here's what you started to do with that mir- it was the miracle to the situation okay you would go baby I know you're trying to help me out mm. um I I, I, I I love that you are trying to help me out all that stuff and then you get to your thing. You just soften the blow a little bit. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? So you just have some understanding first. That's it. That's yeah. all it is. Just being nice a little bit before yeah. you drop the fucking hammer that you want to drop. Okay. We don't, we don't want to drop it is the well, thing. No, but, but, but as far like as we, getting... we get no joy off correcting you or anything. It's just that like. No, no, no. I'm saying that you, you just want to correct the situation. Right. So you're like, I want to drop this yeah. knowledge. And so, you know, it, the res- soften. I think the resent does not come from that it comes from her not wanting to feel like the bad guy all the time for just bringing up something that she thought that he understood over and over of course. again yeah. and he acknowledged it and he's being stubborn because for him he's like i'm i feel like it i'm not being seen as that helpful you know right. and i get that too that sucks to feel like that yeah. so you know it sucks on both sides but the, they gotta get to the root of it it's like I'm, and I'm just projecting here with Susan because um, we we do respect you. Like we respect that our partner is an intelligent person. Um, we they're they're a good person. They want to help. We respect all of that, and that's why we're with you. And so we don't want to feel like we're insulting your intelligence or something because you can't seem to remember to do it the same way. You know, so yeah. it sucks because it's like, man, like how do I word this? in a way that like I don't want him to feel like I don't value him or value his contributions I just wish that he would understand why I like it that way that like why why it is more efficient to do it that way and why it's way more helpful to do it that way one thing that you do though that is like legendary right and is like if I'm doing the dishes or something or like like which I do all the time I, I help around the house yeah you all do the time. You're, you're really helpful you give me love for it yeah you know? well, it's and, sexy and, and it's not transactional you actually like it i do right like you're not just doing it because it's whatever like you actually yeah, like, you were watching this this morning i came out and made out with you because yeah, i was like that's yeah. sexy as hell that was hot as hell <laughs> as well and he washed them the right way with the on the Thank sponge you. yeah so that's all it's just like i look forward to doing housework for this woman because she makes it so rewarding and not not look do i want to do housework anyway because when i see a mess i want to clean it up yeah but Honestly, my initial go-to thing, because I was not raised in a clean home, mm-hmm. is not to clean up, right? Mm-hmm. My initial go-to thing is to not even barely see the mess at all. But I have learned to be a better partner slash husband, and I think that he can too. Yeah. It's, it's just about- I think so too. Yeah. it's. it's I don't think you should break up at I don't all. think you should break <laughs> no, up. No, 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 no. I think you should mark hit the makeup button. <laughs> Make up. Make up. Yeah, so maybe just soften the approach like Steve was saying. Yeah, that's that's it. I think that that would help so much because that, that really is just, it's that whole thing where you think you did the right thing and then you hear like, ugh. 
And then you're yeah. like, oh man, fuck. Well, she's trying to conceal it too. Like sometimes she's like, I don't want to make him feel bad, so I'm just going to do it later the way I want to. There's still one thing that I okay that you do yeah. that it doesn't piss me off. Okay, but let's go. but like let's go. I'm ready it's just a kind myself. of eye roll every time okay. where I'm like, I'm ready. I'm not going to bring it up again. I'm just I'm not going to bring it up again. But yeah. I can I fix it almost every single day. Lids. No. Okay. Um. So in the dishwasher. I tell you, oh the coffee cups. The coffee cups go on the outside because that's where the handles fit. Okay, when you okay, the cups go on the inside because they don't have handles. I'll just be completely honest with you. Okay, you switch it I all the time it in my head all the time. Yeah, I was like the coffee cups. Where do they go? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. don't ask her, Steve. You and don't that's... need to ask her. That will project that you don't remember, <laughs> and then you didn't listen to her. So I was like, okay, the coffee cups. Don't put it on the outside because then the because the, that's where the handles. I'm in your mind can, when yeah. I see this. I'm like, he got it switched because like he's consistently. I switched it and I didn't want to ask. I didn't want to ask because <laughs> I I didn't want it to seem like I didn't hear you, even though Aww. I was listening to you very intently. We like being asked though. It's like that. We'd, I'd rather have an ask than a constantly. I don't want to bring it up and I'll just deal with it on my own. So, if you could please. Yes. Explain to me how the coffee cup handles on the outside thing work. So in our particular dishwasher, and maybe it's not like this for all models, but our particular one, the outside um, cup thing is wider than the inside cup thing. And the coffee mugs are wider and they have handles that go in the in-between, the little spiky things that that are sticking up. Yes. They fit nicely right in between there. So it it holds the width of the coffee mug. Is it towards the wall? Of the dishwasher or towards no, the No, towards middle? the spikies. The handle? Yeah, the handle goes towards the wall Points. of the dishwasher or the spikies? Uh, towards the spikies because it, it fits it. within those little – the spikies can hold them. I thought mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense to put it on the outside because the, the handle, handle hit the would wall. hit the wall. Yeah, and they, I was they, like, they point it's, inside. said inside. <laughs> that's literally what you're happened. You're so cute. <laughs> can I just say you're so pretty? Hey, I love you. You're pretty. <laughs> so, no, that's, that's, what, that's what happened. There you go, folks. Yeah, there, there you go. By the way, I made the bed like a motherfucking You did. Champ. I was very impressed. Like Your bed-making skills are fucking sick. You know what I'm saying? They're, I know. I don't have to redo it at all. Now was another thing that where I was oh, like, I don't. That's wanna... a little update for all the haters watching. Oh, <laughs> all the, I got all these fucking haters watching for YouTube.com/slash Nikki being like, oh, Steve Green can't make that bed. I'm like, oh no 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 no. I will no, vlog no. it the next time he makes the bed because it is Immaculate. much better. It's much better. It's great. Bravissimo. He's great. Okay, next question. I hope that helps, Susan. Um, Good yeah. luck. Soften the blow. Let us know how it goes. <laughs> overcoming the first year hurdle this is the name of the of the topic okay hey nikki and steve i know you get this in every letter but i love the podcast and all the insight and comedy you bring oh we love you thank it you. doesn't get old it does not get old we need you. all the validation we, we can really get. do we're glass houses thank you <laughs> i know you two have talked about the difficulties of your first year as a couple and i'm experiencing something similar for myself for context i'm a early 20s female and i started dating my current partner within the last year but the kicker is less than half a year into the relationship we started living together due to the pandemic we both knew it would be temporary and the first couple months were just pure bliss but due to being stuck at the like stuck at the hip from morning to night in a small apartment for months on end, we started having a lot of bad fights. My question for you is, how did you both know the relationship was worth pushing through the difficulties of the first year, especially when it feels like a lot of the conflict is due to circumstances, living situation, and my personal declining mental health because of the world going to crap? How did you know what kind of fights con- constituted crossing a boundary and what were two 
people were just two people struggling to understand each other through a tough time in your slash our lives. We want we both want to make this work. And in this time, you guys have come to my mind a lot because your story feels familiar. Um, thank you for your future words of wisdom. Anonymous. So what a perfect what a perfect question after the, after the last. Yeah. One. Like we're two hurting people who were just trying to work out our past shit from our old relationships yeah. on each other. Right. And so it wasn't about the dishes. It wasn't about the fucking toothbrush that you Tooth, threw yeah. away of mine or like all the it wasn't about any of that shit. It was about our pasts and dealing with them in the moment. And so uh, what made us try to stick it out with each other is because I think we kind of knew that we weren't really fighting each other. And we we would get to the core of these issues. It would take some time, but we'd get to the core of these issues. And uh, yeah, so I, I, I never th- I never thought my quarrel was with you mm-hmm. particularly. I always had this like deep down knowledge that it was really about me. Yeah, I guess so. Because I can't, it's hard for me to put myself back into that first year and that mentality. I do remember feeling like it was you. Like yeah. being like- um, In the moment, sure. Yeah, being like, yeah, I'm done, you know, or whatever. I never said I'm you done, actually. He's, I did, he's famously. But um, I dumped this bitch. But I was just like, I felt, I definitely felt slighted by you. Mm-hmm. But um, I think, I don't know how to explain it, but like, yeah, I guess deep down, I knew that it wasn't about whatever it was about. Also, like, it wasn't about the. T- yeah. And also, too, I like was in love with you very early. Yeah. Like same within days same like that first date. i said i love you first yeah so right so the first date and so yeah. and i'm a very loyal person the first date i texted uh, every all like my friends i was like um do you want chicken or veggies at the wedding exactly and so i knew that i knew that i felt that way and that never went away even when i told you i was breaking up with you or whatever yeah fucking bullshit um which i never did again obviously yeah. but um that was when i actually was like oh my god like i i think i I'm going to marry this chick. I mean, I already knew I was going to yeah. do that, but I was like, man, this is really, I really do love her. I really will never walk away from an argument with her ever again. I mm-hmm. haven't. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's really just about, what do you got, what are you actually arguing about? Are, are you really mad at the person? Are you mad at some other shit? Yeah. And it sounds like deep down, uh, this person anonymous knows that it's not about the person, I think so. her partner. It sounds I th- like circumstantial. His part- hey, we're thrown together. Partner. There's a lot of pressure around us. The world's going to shit. Yeah. Like we're, I'm worried about all this other stuff. I think that's really what it is. It's like, is it, is it you? Is it the way this person is treating you? Because those things can be solved too. Like, um, you know, like earlier Steve said, soften your approach, right? Because it, that was really what was setting him off yeah. was the approach and, and feeling like I was attacking him. So it, it wasn't about the issue, and if if it's so, it's about something that was I could fix. Like I could fix that behavior because I care about this person. Yeah. So as as long as you both care about each other and you both want it to work out, and you both can recognize that you are on the same team, I think that's super important. That's so big. Just knowing that you and your partner are on the same team, you are not enemies. Yeah. So therefore, you both want to reach a common goal, which is to resolve the issues and and to prevent further fights on that same issue you know pre- prevent recurring fights um so getting to the root of what is actually if you can try to do this at your next fight like if you have another fight try to like separate yourself almost from from being in try to the debate fight. yourself yeah try to debate yourself and try to 
really understand what exactly is setting the other person off. Is it because they're washing the dish wrong or is it because they don't like being told what to do? You know, if you can push through this part like and and you get and it's like all green lights from here, I like as I promise you, not only will you have a long lasting relationship, but you'll create an ally like where I know Nikki so well and in such a deep way that I know if anyone in any room was ever talking shit on me, she would fucking launch yeah, and vice versa. So no matter what, even if they're saying shit that I agree with about Nikki, if they were attacking you in any way, you know, I would fucking be all over that shit. And I know you would too. And so that's what these days are about, right? Is about re um, plugging those holes and accepting your person flaws and all Mm -hmm. so that, when the outside forces come in, you have their fucking back. Right. right. And because of these days and these moments that you're in, you're going to be a stronger warrior on the battlefield for your person. Yes, exactly. And and also you'll create systems of communication. Like every person's different and you have like almost a different language with that person. So learning your partner and the way that they communicate and their specific triggers and things that like set them off and stuff, you guys will like have this under we'll build this understanding that you're on the same team and therefore you're just trying to figure out like the system you're trying to figure out um like oh is it because of this trigger that happened you know like you'll you'll get to understand each other's style of communication exactly and then once you start speaking the same language fights become way more easier they don't become escalated they become more of like a Oh, what's going on here? Let's get to the root of it, yes. you know? And, and, and they can even be passionate sometimes, yeah. right? But you're still communicating in a way that's more like logic. Yes. And less like And yelling. more based off of what you understand your partner's style to be. Yeah. Um, anytime we've had a recent argument or anything got heated, we sometimes there's like we've never just we've never had that issue before. So we have to figure out, you know, a new system like a new communication. Yeah, right. Part, uh, the part that's missing in the communication. Exactly. What's, so what, we're both like kind of searching for that part that's missing. The whole time. Once we find it, we're like, okay. And we're like, oh, it's But that. we have to agree because sometimes, yeah, sometimes you know, we, we don't fully agree on what it is. And then we kind of circle back to it. And yeah. Talk and it sometimes out. it takes like a day to like sit on it. Yeah. Like we present all our points and we still don't fully agree on what it is. Or maybe we kind of do. But then the next morning it's like, nah, that wasn't it. Yeah. And it's like, oh shit, okay. Yeah. And then like we crack in there's some lingering again. things still. Yeah. You'll you'll know when it's resolved when like this a feeling of tension is relieved. It's just gone. Yeah. yeah. It just all of a sudden happens, and I don't and know. Me and Nikki like, are very feeling. We're very um intuition. intuitive. Yeah. But we, you can honestly just feel it leave your body almost. Mm-hmm. Is how it feels. And you're like, oh shit, that was it. And so the next time that comes up, you know, like maybe you have to remind them, like, oh yeah, I remember it was like this other time, and it's like, oh yeah, it was because of this, right? And yep. then you both remember, and you are like. Oh, yeah, that's dumb. I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. it makes apologies easier, too. Oh, yeah. Because if we've determined like, oh, it's because of this. And then one person crosses that line. It's like, oh, it was this it was this thing that we fought about before. And then the person's like, oh, shit, sorry. I can point to dozens of moments of little mistakes that I've made that Nikki's made. Mostly that I made that me too. Well, yeah, I, don't know. Yeah. I was kidding. But <laughs> but that um, were mistakes. Yeah. And that have made me a much stronger person partner as a result of understanding that mistake mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yes like nikki needs to leave by midnight or she falls asleep and like you feel embarrassed when you fall asleep and it's not like 
you know, I can just keep on having fun with friends. It's like, no, I get Nikki out of there so she doesn't feel embarrassed, and I didn't know that. And so it's shit like that where now if you're falling asleep, I got you the fuck out of the door. Yeah, it no helps problem. you have your partner's back. Exactly. I just became a better warrior for her. Yeah, which then builds trust, and then it makes me feel like, oh, I can – my partner has my back and then the next time we get in an argument, I don't immediately assume that they're my enemy. I assume that they have my back and they and then we're both on the same team. Exactly. Yeah. All right. On that on that note, we have a short break and then we'll be right back. After these words from our sponsors. Hopefully. Please let us have sponsors. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Hopefully we have sponsors. Oh my god. <laughs> Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it, that would be really awesome for us. Like, Listen, we're on break. We're not talking to you like podcast hosts right now. We're just talking to you like people. As a friend. And we just want to say, please rate the show because it helps out huge amounts. Like we're not desperate. We're like kind of desperate. We're giving shout outs right now to all the people who are giving it ratings. So huge shout out right now to Brian Jorgensen. That was sick of you, dude. Thank you. God bless. Uh, huge shout out right now to Mark, Mark W. in Springfield, Connecticut. Back to our podcast. Jenny Blake. Hey, back to our podcast. In Tuscany, and Florida. back to our podcast. God bless you. Thank you. Steven. Huge. Thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> All right. And we are back. And this topic I just had to click on. Um, it's not a relationship question. It is titled, Risky Career Choice, I Want to Fight in a Cage. Yes. Smiley face. Do it. Hey, Nikki and Steve. I love your podcast and advice. Thank you so much. Um, how do you know if you should follow a career path or not? I believe that anything worth having will acquire hard work and sacrifice. I also believe in the quote, sacrifice for the unknown, because if an award is guaranteed, then everyone will work hard. The fact that there are no guarantees separate the successful people from those who give up and fail. 
I agree with that. That's true. Being passionate about a career path that is risky, in my opinion, can also be seen as a curse because only a few find success at the end of the tunnel. I'm sure the two of you understand this well. My question is, how do you know if you should risk it and go the path you are passionate about? Maybe to only find out that you, in the end, were not as passionate as you thought you were. How do you know it is what you want or are you only dreaming about the nice things once you are successful? I'm a student studying abroad in Germany. I've just finished my undergraduate studies and want to become a fighter. My ultimate goal is to become a trainer. I tend to be kind and compassionate towards others. Therefore, I think being a trainer will be very fulfilling for me. But you must practice what you preach. So I will be fighting to gather as much experience as I can before I can become a coach. I try to keep everything as short as possible. Thank you for your time. I very much appreciate your help and truly happy that humans like you exist. Aw. We love you. Thank you. I think you should go be a fucking fighter. So considerate. And honestly, I am only concerned about one thing that you have brought up here. And that is that you you say you want to be a coach, but I feel like you're a very modest person. Like you want to be a fighter, but you're saying you just want to be a coach? You're being more practical, perhaps, than you want to be. Mm. Because um, you're afraid of judgment, maybe. And maybe I got this way wrong, by the way, but I feel like you want to be a fucking fighter and you want to go out there and win and you want to maybe be known for it. And you know what? I say you should. I say you should go for that part because I think that's what you really want. That's what I think. Well, it sounds like his path is like become a fighter, become a well-known fighter, and then that way you can coach and people will believe you. Fuck yeah, but I heard him talk more about coaching than about kicking fucking ass. Right. And I think that's what he actually wants to do. Maybe. That's what I posit. Maybe. It's my theory. Maybe. I'm going to take it as is. But I think he should do it full board. For sure. And either way, you have to be a fighter first um, before becoming exactly. a coach. So, so what's the next step, right? Way you're going to pursue fighting. Become obsessed with it. Yeah. It's the only thing that you Wake up do. thinking about it. Go yep. to bed thinking about it. That's it. Um, you're not worried about coaching later because you are got to fight tomorrow and the next day the next day. One thing that helped me, especially in um, kind of these non-traditional career paths where it's very, quote unquote, risky and people are like, there's a low success rate and blah, blah, blah. It's because there's not really like a distinct path. Like if you want to become a doctor, you go to school for X amount of years, you go to a good med school, you go apply to be a doctor, you become a doctor. Like it's like a pretty yeah. clear path. There's literally an ending where you yeah. get handed a thing that says you're a doctor. And you like there's clear steps to yeah. becoming a doctor. Yeah. Like you open up, you know, you go to a, go to medical school, like all that stuff. It's outlined <laughs> for you. In these sort of careers, there's no manual. And the people that like get there, they didn't all follow the same path. Especially with entertainment, you know, everyone got in a different way. So what's hard and what makes it risky and there's a low success rate is that people just don't know exactly like how to do it. And then they're turned off by the low success rate, too. Yeah. And how so long do I do it for? I would just keep believing yourself. Be obsessed. Also, um, have a game plan, but be flexible for it to not go exactly as planned and be open to like other ways that it could happen. Um, and then also uh, just because you're basically your own boss and like you don't have homework you're not in school where they're like these assignments are due and you're not like um at work where they're like you'll get fired if you don't do this uh you have to like really be disciplined in like working toward that dream every day so i would journal um like at the end of every day list the, all of the things you did to get one step closer to that career love that and and read it and if you go through the day and you're like shit, I'm not going to have anything to write at the end of the day in my journal, then you'll get motivated to do something, anything. Even if it's little, like uh, I bought new boxing gloves or whatever it is. Like I, 
I signed up for uh, jujitsu or yeah or fucking surround yourself with with people who do this too, right? If you're yeah. in jujitsu, you'll have probably jujitsu friends that you hang out with. Yeah, they say you become the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So fucking hang out with those people. Mm-hmm. Listen to the podcast while you're working out about fucking fighting. Yeah, you know, like you just you're just, just in be that consumed. You're with in it. that world, man. You got to yeah. go. It's time for you to go bye bye into that world. And if at the end of the day, because one of your questions was like. What if you do it and then you find out you weren't as passionate as you thought you were? Then you'll know. You'll know for sure. Because I think what's worse than trying something and realizing either A, you're not that passionate about it, or B, you failed at doing something you're passionate about, is C, getting to the end of your life with all these what ifs. Exactly. Like wondering Maybe what could have happened. you do get in the octagon one day and your first fight, you get knocked out in the first 30 seconds by some phenom. Okay? <laughs> but at least you got in the ring. Nobody else. Look. More people didn't. Yeah. Don't you want to be one of the people who did? And I just want to know. I guess like at the end of the day, what kept me going is like, I just need to know like what happens if I pursue this route? Like what if, because what if I make it? That's best case scenario is that I do exactly how I think my dream job will be. Um, Or worst case scenario is that I go a different route because either I didn't like it anymore or I couldn't make it at that. And then I would know at least. I would know that's what happened when I went that way. Worst case scenario, you're in like the next Kimbo Slice's highlight reel. But at least you're fucking in it. Who's Kimbo Slice? He's one of the, he's a very famous fighter. Oh, right. I knew that. Yeah. I knew who that is. At least you're in the highlight you're reel. In the motherfucking highlight reel. Yeah, you're getting knocked out. But because uh, it was a very quick knockout. But But you're in it. How many other people can yeah. say they are? And I would say be patient too. A lot of people give up at like the first obstacle the first no. yeah. or rejection or whatever. Keep going. Like really have the mindset of this is what my acting coach told me and I'll never I'll never forget it. This is exactly how I approach everything. Now is um I'm doing this forever until I'm not. Which means like you have that level of commitment that you're like I'm going to do this forever. Like this is where I am. I'm doing this forever. And then if one day you're not, then you're not. But, like, you can't think about that. You have to be in the mindset of, I'm going to do this forever. And for me, before I do anything, I always say this to myself. Absolutely true. I do this before I perform in anything. I say, this is all you ever wanted to do. Now show them why. Oh, I love that. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's uh, important to me. And sometimes, you know, that sucks because I go in there and I'm like, I didn't. I don't feel like I showed them why. Right? But, right. But, but at least I'm going in there every time with the plan of attacking it so that, I can show them why. That's all. It's a personal thing for me. I love that. Yeah, yeah so good luck out there. Don't give good up. Good luck. Well, I believe in you. I genuinely believe in yeah. you. Yeah. 100%. If you are passionate, you're just fight like fight in your life like you would in the ring. Fight like there's people in your corner because there is. Yeah. I mean that. I'm not kidding. So good luck to you. This one's titled, Warning, Another Relationship Question. <laughs> I, I, I love it. It's going to be about. We it's love fine. it. fine. We do actually really like the relationship questions because at least I feel like I could offer insight in it rather than um, something I have no idea about. And please stop sending all these crypto questions in too. It's really frustrating. For so me. frustrating for Steve. Read all these crypto so many questions. crypto questions. We haven't found one yet, but <clears throat> I know they're coming in at a rapid rate. Well, you can stop now because, yeah, they're coming fast. Okay. This one goes, hi, Nikki, the icebreaker, and Steve, the Iceman. <laughs> breaker, Hello. breaker, one, two, three. Check him in. I love you guys. I can't believe that stuck. 
I love you guys so much. I admire your relationship with one another and love the wisdom you guys offer on this podcast. Oh my God, we love you too. Thank you so much. So quick recap. My boyfriend and I have been together for four years now. Like every couple, we had our fair share of ups and downs. Lately, he and I got into an argument, which left the both of us hurt. He said that we both needed some time apart. He told me that his feelings for me have not changed and that he still has a future with me, but he needs time apart. I just want to know what the difference between time apart is and having a break. Have you guys ever had time apart and or a break? Does he want to fuck people? Thank you in advance for your wisdom. Much love, Jess. From I don't know. Time apart sounds like fuck people. Oh, time apart sounds like space to me because that's that would be the oh, difference okay. that I yeah. say is like time apart and on a break. Those True, true, true. Time apart sounds like I just need space. Oh, what's the argument? Having a break is like I don't want to fuck other people. But I mean, maybe she, sometimes like you just need to clear your head. Yeah. Like maybe when we were going through our shit um, and fighting and stuff like we were talking about earlier, if we didn't have space to like cool off and like analyze whether it was our partner or whether it was something that we were projecting Mm -hmm. maybe like we would have blamed each other and like decided that was really it and broken up yeah so sometimes people need space but but time apart like days like yeah i don't know how long yeah because i i don't know i'm a little concerned about it does sound like he's got one foot out the door it does it does it's almost like he's he's setting the deck they've been together for four years yeah I think he might be setting the deck on you. I hate to, I hate to, I know that pit in your stomach uh, yeah. just provided you. I'm sorry, but yeah, it's not, I, I don't know. I don't know what kind of a partner wants to looks forward to walking away from somebody for a certain amount of time. If it's not to set the deck for that. Well, I mean, well, this happened in the first year, not four years into our relationship, but when you were like, I I need a break or whatever. It was, it's almost like um, an irrational, like, uh, like this person's pissing me off so much, I just yeah, need a break, you know? Exactly. But it was. But you didn't mean it. I didn't mean it at all. But that wasn't for you. I didn't even give you five minutes. How yeah, about that? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, that's why I'm a little. Look, not everybody's the same, obviously. Some people are different. Um, but yeah, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate because yeah, it really to... it really does feel like he's got one foot out the door. That's my like, gut, right? But I, but I could be dead wrong. But I'm just trying to explore all all possible. But I am an expert, so I'm trying to give my expert advice. Yeah. Okay. I mean, maybe there's a part of him. See, I don't know. For me, all it means is confusion, right? If he needs to have a part, then he's confused about something. Yes. And that's not a good sign. Yeah. Yeah, because like you should know. Like, four years in, you know me. You know exactly. who I am. I mean, we got married on our four-year anniversary. Exactly. So well, the day before, but yeah. Day after. Day after. Yeah. Th- to correct you. <laughs> Excuse you. That's how you gaslight. That's how you gaslight. Excuse you. Um. Um. Yeah. So, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. It does sound like he's trying to. I'm sorry. Start that the breakup sucks, pr- process. Yeah. It's like the first step, like ripping off the bandaid, wasn't. Easy he enough. wasn't ready to make was, the actual yeah, was, move. Exactly. So he's just kind of he's kind of he weaning it he's off. He's working you into it, which is kind of more dickish, frankly. I mean, it's more on his part. Yeah, exactly. He's more like cowardly if, yeah. he, if that's what he's trying to do, or maybe he's not sure. Maybe, maybe I don't know. But if he if oh, okay, here's my here's my counterpoint to that. Okay. Maybe he's dealing with some shit that we don't know about. Right? Maybe he, he he personally is dealing with some shit that we have no clue about. Right. And he's got to work on himself in some way where he needed to be absconded. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. Perhaps benefit of the doubt. That's the that's my benefit of the doubt best story. Best case scenario. Yeah. 
he's got some shit he's got to work through. For some reason, he has to be in solitude about it. Don't understand that, but that could that could very well be. Yeah. But I think your partner should know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it does sound like it's like it's going to an end. I'm sorry. You know, go with some girlfriends. Uh, rent your favorite, or not rent your favorite, but what, what am I, the 90s? <laughs> Download your favorite rent movie. Rent your favorite movie on VHS. Find your favorite movie and play it. I don't know. Good luck out there. <laughs> what is this? The Christmas story? Are you Good kicking her down there. the slide? Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Fucking Nikki Lemo. No, it's like I could see the ending coming, and I'm just yeah. like, oh, I'm sorry. You just pad yourself as much as possible. But ho, just... ho, ho. <laughs> Bye. Down the slide you go. <laughs> oh, poor, poor gal. Listen, honestly, if this is not the person, your person, yeah. Okay. You need somebody who's going to be with you thick and thin no matter what. Up and down, bottom line, right? Exactly. Not somebody who's like, I need a break. Uh, I need some time apart. I don't know. I think that's a little whack, frankly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, just take this time to, to focus on you and do your own thing and, and just see what happens, I guess. Or if you're just like, hey, line in the sand. I'm, I should be treated better than this. Like I need, I deserve a partner that treats me better, that that knows they want to be with me. Then you can be the one to break up with him, and uh, True. you know, really set your boundaries that way. True. Or like, um, if this is him just working on his own thing, then next time he needs to let you know what that. the fuck's going on. Exactly. Because that's not chill. And now you're like worried about all kinds of things that you didn't even need to be worried about. You can't be in limbo. Nah, man. I would. That's you can't torture. let people put you in limbo. Torture. Yeah, that's not fair. All right. Well, good luck out there. <laughs> hey, try adopting some kitties. We've been having quite a oh, time. Oh yeah, adopt some kitties adopt or, some or kitties. foster some kitties. Yeah, foster some. Okay, this one's titled "Lonely Doc." Okay. I don't. I don't know what that means yet. Nikki, I love you so much. I've been a fan since your Rihanna Umbrella Ella Ella video skit. Holy shit, that was a long time. Do you know about that? No. So that was the video that went viral on MySpace when I first that video I guess became an, an influencer before the, an influencer was a thing. Wow. Uh, it was a, a MySpace viral video, but uh, wow, that was like 2007. Wow, I've been rooting for you since those times. Thank you so much. Wow, what a lifer! Slap sure. it high. And I'm so happy you're doing well. Steve, you seem like such a genuine guy and I enjoy hearing your perspectives on life. Thank you. Uh, what too a, bad he didn't have a viral MySpace video. I had a couple of viral videos. You should check them out. Um, I, 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 they uh, were sex, way later. Sex in public, way late, gone sexual. That was way later. Okay, yeah. Damn. Okay. So, I want your advice on my incredible lack of self-confidence. It's centered around me never having been in a relationship. Quick background, I'm in my late 20s. I'm gay. I'm somewhat of a late bloomer when it comes to my sexuality. I came out at 18. I didn't have my first kiss till I was 22. Wow. wow. I went on my first date at 23. Didn't lose my virginity until 23. Since then, I've been on my fair share of dates and hookups, but I can't seem to find someone that wants to be committed long term. For some reason, it's making me have very low self-esteem. I can't help but to get a little envious when I see a gay couple walking down the street holding hands or when I see those gay couples on Instagram sharing their lovely life experiences online. They're not happy. It's worse when I'm on dating apps because, or it's the worst when I'm on dating apps because I yeah. always stumble upon someone in an open slash committed relationship and they're looking for a third. Like, I can't even find the one person and you're out there looking for another one? 
Coronavirus at times has made things even more isolating. I started a job as a freshly minted doctor in a big city, and my schedule is really packed. People are also reasonably nervous about meeting up during these times, so I'm sure people get nervous when they find out I'm a physician. As a result, I've been on zero dates, and I feel extra lonely because of these circumstances. I didn't even think of that. I know. So as a doctor, doctor, you're you're obviously around patients all the time who maybe have COVID. Holy fucking So you kind of like have to date... uh, another doctor or like, like a, nurse a nurse or something Whoa. my my life is going great otherwise i have a stable job great and supportive friends lots of achievements to be proud of but i can't seem to shake off this feeling that i'm undesirable because i never had a boyfriend any advice for this lonely guy you just, know what it hasn't been the right match yet yeah i just stick it out i think yeah. it's just um a patience game it's a patience game right now nice pun uh I didn't even mean to. Loved it. Thank you. I know. You love puns so much. Top that you, 10 pun. Of course you would notice that. It is. Yeah. It's like, um, I think sometimes we have a timeline in our minds for ourselves. Not sometimes. Most people have this I was timeline. supposed to be at this time. I was supposed yeah. to be this. I was supposed to have three kids. And when you don't fulfill that timeline, there's like, I don't know if it's like your inner child thinking you failed or something or like you just, just societal pressure, but- you really don't have a timeline. Like that doesn't exist. Like you're creating that limit for yourself. And so just think of it like, yo, I'm, if you're happy in every other aspect of your life, it's like, yo, I'm, I'm cool with being this forever. And then just like, it keeps you open for the right person to come along rather than clinging to the first person that gives yes. you attention, which will happen if you're desperate yes. or if you're coming off desperate or you might not you, even know you're coming up desperate, yeah, but that's, that's your energy. But you still have that timeline in your mind. So in your head, you're like, this has to work out. This and it puts a pressure there that doesn't need like, to be are there. Are we going to be committed to each other? Yeah. And maybe, and I'm not saying that you're being weird or anything. It's good that you know you don't want a person that's like um, looking for a third or like you have your boundaries. You want someone that, that's going to be committed. You want someone that has the same values as you, maybe the same life path goals. But don't, I would just try to get rid of that pressure as much as possible. Don't hit the brakes. Just mm-hmm. ease up on the accelerator a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all. That's all you need to do. You've done a lot, by the way. You're you. There's a, plenty of reason for people to to desire you. Yeah. You're a fucking doctor, bro. Like, yeah, and you like you have support. Like you said, you have supportive friends. Lots of achievements to be proud of. A lot of people might be in a relationship, but they feel like they haven't done shit with their life. Like they're not they, a doctor. They're like, I don't have a career. I don't have a stable job. I don't. I don't have no monies. Exactly. So, you know, everyone kind of has their own cards that they're dealt. But um, I think that eventually, if you're all working on it and you're and you're working on yourself, it'll it'll happen for you. And th- sometimes during like, you know, when, speaking to when we were going through our breakups. Yeah. Th- it's a very cliche phrase now because of the fucking Batman movie. But the night is always darkest just before the dawn. Right. So it's like this is kind of the the dark point that you're pushing through, but then the light comes. And so I, I just feel like that's what happened for us. That's what happened to a lot of my friends. And, and it's just when you're in this moment where you're like, there's no way I'm going to meet somebody, they come out of nowhere. Yeah. And it's when you're working on yourself, though. I know that sounds cliche, too. Yeah. But, um, you know, going from having really low self-esteem in my old relationship because it was just bad, it was toxic and stuff, um, to being single and feeling like, oh, I'm just never going to find anyone. Um, I, I think the thing that helped me the most, and I may have been doing this subconsciously was just like finding out what I like about me, like really falling in love with yourself, like finding things that you like about you. And then that helps you 
feel like you have value and and that you won't settle on on something and you know exactly what you're looking for and you know what you bring to the table and it sounds like you do know like you know you have supportive friends you are like you have lots of achievements you're a doctor it's like you have a stable job you know like you're bringing such to the table so just focus on focus on that like focus on what you like about you also look around man Look at how fucking crazy everybody is, okay? Like, yeah, give yourself a, a little year. bit of credit here. You're like, oh, well, everyone must see something about me. It's like, no, 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 no. People are going through their own shit right now. Yeah, people are fucking whack, dude. Yeah. Like, it's not you. Like, just because you're like, well, you know, nobody, I didn't have a boyfriend a long time, all this stuff. You went through some shit. You came out the other end. You're a fucking doctor. You're an out and proud person. You got nothing to be yeah. scared of right now. Yeah, it does seem like the timeline thing is holding. Because, yeah, you do list off, I was late, a late bloomer. I was late at this. I was late at this. I was late at this. Yeah, you don't criticize late. yourself. You weren't late. You were just on time. Exactly. You you found it at the right moment that, you know, you you, you arrived. You have arrived. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And honestly, like, I was, speaking from someone that was kind of a late bloomer, uh, as, like really socially, like socially late bloomer, I feel like. I'm now discovering things that maybe people discovered for themselves when they were five years younger than me. So it keeps me, I think it keeps me younger. Dude, I know a guy who has a low body count. No, I'm not talking about me. I have a low body count as well. You do. And I'm talking about it's sexual like, partners. It was like very, like he's pretty much a virgin. Okay, it's low folks, but I'm not a virgin. <laughs> I'll have you know. This woman has been pounded regularly by me. That's true. Um, but he constantly thinks about all the p potential pussy he could have had frankly that's that's mm -hmm. how he puts it <laughs> and um that's all the guy thinks about is what he doesn't have yeah. instead of looking at his life and seeing what he has yeah he looks at all the shit he doesn't have and it cost him a lot of it cost stuff. him a lot yeah and so he lost a lot of good people in his lives and you know friends it, relationships because he was constantly looking at what he doesn't have and it's just not the way to live your life, right? I think you have so much to look at and go, I got all this shit going for me. People are fucking nuts. Don't look at the way that, you know, you were in relationships and, sh and shit, but they didn't become relationships as something you did wrong. It just wasn't the right timing, right? Look at all the shit you do have. I think yeah. I think you're going to be more than Think fun. of how much ass you kick as a doctor. Like, you kick an ass. Fuck yeah. And when you just, like, recognize that in yourself, that's attractive. It's, like, really attractive to like just watch someone in their element doing what they do and be good at what they do. But it's time to give yourself the credit that you're not giving yourself right now. Yeah. You're looking at yourself and going, I see flaws, 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 and I, I don't see them, frankly. You're looking in the mirror and going, ew, but you should be going, hey. See? 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 So good luck out there. Good luck out Let there. Let us know how it goes. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Down the slide. <laughs> All right, one last question. This has gone really fast. Thank you for all your questions. Thank you. I had to sift through all these cryptocurrency questions. So wait, wait, wait and just read one. There isn't any. Uh, I was just kidding. I see. Okay, so this one's titled "Either I'm an Insecure Little Bitch or Hey Nikki and Steve, massive fan of the show and everything else you guys do. I managed to binge listen to the whole show in about a month. LOL. Wow. Holy shit. Thank Good you. For you. Thank you. Yes. Thanks for listening. You guys have really shed some light on topics I never really thought about and helped me see different points of view on issues I've had. Great. Um, all things aside, I need some advice. Okay. 
I found out my boyfriend has an OnlyFans account and has been paying for content for a few months now. How I found out was I was snooping through his phone. Yes, I'm aware that was wrong. In defense, I have full access to his phone. He's given me permission. And I was trying to take a picture of our cat Poor doing some cute shit. <laughs> now, if you're wondering why, my camera phone is broken and his is way better quality anyways. I've taken pictures on his phone multiple times. And this one time, he left his account open on screen. I don't mind that he watches porn, but something about OnlyFans seems a little bit more intimate to me. I feel like I'm being cheated on a bit. I don't know if I should confront him about it. Am I just being an insecure little bitch or am I in the right for feeling this way? Any insight you have would be great. Background. We've been together for over two years, met on Tinder. We've never had an issue like this before, and I'm his first long-term serious girlfriend. We've been... We've both been through a string of toxic relationships before we met and both have been very aware of how we talk and treat each other. I don't know if this will help, but I'm a Capricorn 24 and he's an Aquarius 27. That helps every- that's, that's everything. <laughs> well, there you go. That's Break your up. problem. Break, Break up. up. Hit the button, Mark. Break up. That's not a good mix. Thanks, Nikki and Steve. Much love to you both. Yeah, I, I think the astrology's fine. I'm, I'm just going to call it there. Um, astrology's fine. Uh, I think that... Um, so that was an ironic breakup? Can we clean that up, I, Mark? We'll uh, clean that up. Can you play it in reverse? Yeah, we'll, we're going to do the ironic breakup. Okay. So, I feel... Tell me if you feel different. It's This is his first serious relationship. Yeah. Single guys that haven't been in serious relationships, they almost, they're just, in their minds, They it takes them a while to adjust. And For sure. So if he watched porn and stuff and did OnlyFans or like... Um, even cam girls or whatever before predated OnlyFans, like they just kind of do the same thing without thinking about it. Can like, you help me understand the OnlyFans thing real quick? Sure. Um. Okay. This is like the blind teaching the blind though, because like I don't know that much about it. Well, right, but I know you're surrounded by girls who know about it. Like, so uh, is it? Do, do they know you're watching it? Yeah. Oh, so the so the person who's so if I'm doing jerk off vids. Uh huh. I know that Nikki Lima's watching my jerk off. Oh, do they know their followers? Yeah. I don't think so. I think it's like a Patreon, but like for porn. Oh. Basically. Right. So that's my that's been my understanding of like it. Like you have patrons, you have people like subscribing to you. So she feels like it's cheating because Because it's like a person. And instead of it being like um a real person. It's like if an if an influencer just did porn on their thing and like you get to know their personality like so people are like i see subscribing because like yeah there's a lot of people that do porn but like they like this one particular person yes, yes, yes. so you're subscribing to that person oh yeah that is weird yeah so like, I, I, I can I only understand. watch this person like i have a crush on them or whatever yeah that's interesting yeah okay. okay but i mean like i don't know i've never been a guy and like sometimes guys have described it like like kind of like how i really like eminem like it's not like i want to fuck him but like i follow everything he does you know everything but i don't uh, he doesn't have only fans if he did she would have it maybe because i'd feel kind of left out of the fandom if i didn't i know that that's kind of the only like reason she's not a legit fan <laughs> yeah if she wasn't watching it and then beat off on OnlyFans. i'm just trying to like i always try to look at benefit of the doubt first because the obvious thing is like what a piece of shit you know but like yeah no i think fair. i think i try to be fair to the other side um but if it hurts you i would talk to him about yes it. absolutely that was that's the, what i was gonna say no you weren't i was no you weren't yes, I was. that was my idea no, I was thinking it too. I just hadn't no, gotten my there. Idea. Okay. I said it first. But I really was thinking yes. it. Did you see that, Mark? Did you see how I did that, Mark? You saw it I first, right, Mark? Say you saw it, it first. Yeah. See, you saw. Anyways, you should definitely bring it up to him. Tell him that it hurts you. Because yeah. even if, let's say, oh, you're that's ridiculous. Like all guys have OnlyFans or whatever. It doesn't matter. 
He's with you. Let that be that chick then. Yeah, exactly. That it doesn't it care. hurts your feelings. Yeah. And so you bring it up and you say, yo, maybe even with a light touch, with a light approach, oh. don't don't come with an attack, attacky, you know, type of malicious approach. But come to him and be like, yo, I know I know I don't have any trust issues with you. I don't think you're cheating on me or anything like that. But this feels that way to me or of the similar vein and it hurts my feelings because yes, of it. And I don't know if you were aware that this hurts me, but it does. And I I really don't feel comfortable with you continuing to have this. Masterfully put. I have no notes. Thank you. Yeah. And then if he gets defensive and is like, what? Uh, I want to keep jacking off to this girl. Uh, I, I, got a, I got a jacket. Baby, babe, I got a jacket. I don't watch her for her tits. I watch her because she says interesting stuff. <laughs> she goes on really cool rants. Yeah. She's good political viewpoints and I learned <laughs> a lot about it. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever his arguments are, I would say like, just you know try to just l- let him say whatever he has to say about it. But in the end, if he's not, if he's gonna choose that over your feelings, then that's really disrespectful to you, and that's not gonna be good for a relationship. So that's when you got more of an answer, right? Yeah. If you're like, yo, this isn't gonna fly, and then he's kind of like, well, fuck you. Yeah, and you're like, yo, you can watch porn, you can do whatever, but like subscribing to a person feels a little it's bit It's a boundary you don't want to break. It's almost like if you could you would get with her instead of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it feel that's what it would feel like to me. But isn't Okay, so what if I'd like the particular porn person? And I only watch that porn person. See, that's person. what I'm saying is, is that that the same thing? that's where the line gets blurry for me cuz like is it a fandom where you're like you know, I'm I'm watching porn anyway, but I just prefer this girl cuz she moans better than this girl? Yeah. I don't know. Um I I guess that's where the discussion well, it's probably because See, this is I have such. A but also, of... okay, I would be mad that he's spending money on it too, okay. because I'm like, okay, let's say you like a certain porn actress, but like you're spending money on her, like maybe, instead maybe of OnlyFans. Though I'm saying my lack, I have a lack of understanding of OnlyFans in the insofar as do they like talk about other shit or are they? Yeah, just... you don't. Well, you don't have to post porn or nude pictures, but I'm guessing if she's getting this offended that. That it's, both. it's probably porn and, or pictures, new pictures and stuff. But yeah, people use it to do feet pics. And I, people use it to like... I feel like if I found out that you were communicating with somebody like this, that I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, what do you mean? Like messages or what? Or like just this kind of thing. I think if you were if you had an only... If you were like subscribed to somebody's OnlyFans. Yeah. And he's like some just dude. Yeah, who like strips like and like, like whips his dick around all the time and it's yeah. sexy. I'd be like, what the why? And I'm giving him money personally. Like, yeah, it's not that, like yeah, I'm watching sucks. a movie, like a production company did a thing and like it's actors. It's like I'm part of no. his, I'm giving him direct money. No. Yeah, that's when it feels weird. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it either. I don't like that cock swinger in Calabasas. And he's really hot. I don't care. He likes animals. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. Dogs. I love dogs. Me too. Uh-huh. I don't have them, but show send me a link. Okay, uh-huh. he likes all kinds of dogs too. Yeah, really. What oh, about yeah. Weimaraners? Huskies. Uh, he hasn't mentioned it. Oh, okay. But I'll ask him for me. I'll ask. Yeah. Yeah, it's part of my tier. I get to like ask oh, you, questions. Oh, wow. Yeah, you in my tier. Yeah. Wow. And he responds directly to me. So oh, that's cool, man. Kind of wow. cute. That's yeah. lucky. Yeah. So yeah, I, I would feel shitty about it. So, but I just try not to be try to come from a neutral ground of like, yo, I just want to talk about this with you. Exactly. Um, and then 
you know, if things escalate from there, then you can kind of decide. The way you approached it to us, by the way, yeah. is no different than the way Seems you Seems like you're self-aware. Yeah, you, just I would approach it the same way to him. I agree. I think you handled it really well to us. Like, you don't sound like you're fucking freaking out over there. Yeah, and if he gets all defensive, then break up. Break up. And we're going to end our show there because it's been an hour. Wow. Wow. That went fast. Very quick. Didn't that feel fast? A fast hour. Thanks for asking fast questions, guys. And thanks for listening. Some of you back from 13 years ago, holy shit. Am I that old? I feel like I'm 13. MySpace is that old. It's not you. MySpace is so old. It's not you. I got a MySpace when I was 2005, too. So that was like two wow. years into MySpace. I did, too. Crazy. Yeah. Some of you don't even know what we're talking about. You don't no. even know. You've no. no idea. And they don't care to know. But you've never seen a Blockbuster card in your life. And they shouldn't have to because it's boring. I want everyone to have the same experiences as me. Exactly. This is what this is how I feel about fathers yeah. who post on Reddit, like Reddit gaming, and like, I'm raising them right. And they have a little kid playing Mario Brothers. Mario Brothers. When all his fucking friends, he's playing like 8-bit Mario Brothers, all yeah. his fucking friends. friends are playing Fortnite or something. Yeah, it's like, just let him play Fortnite. It looks way sicker, you yeah, asshole. Yeah, Warzone, that's the one everyone's playing now. Yeah, play that Warzone out there. Play that, play that Warzone out there. There you go. Good luck out there, everybody. Good luck out there. We ho, love you guys. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Down the slide. Bye, guys. Rate us on iTunes, please. Thank you. Oh, yeah. And follow our Patreon. Thank you. Thank you. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.